The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them all in the same spot. And this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. When we're clear on who we're talking to, it makes it much easier to do everything else. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Are you tired of risking your health with every sip of water that you take? And you are doing that if you're drinking tap water or plastic bottle water. So don't worry about any of that anymore because we got the perfect solution for you. Introducing AquaTrue, the ultimate water filter that guarantees you clean, filtered water every single time. Gone are the days of worrying about contaminants in your tap water because AquaTrue has your back. With its advanced filtration technology, it removes 99% of over a thousand contaminants. We're talking lead, mercury, even microplastics. Not only does AquaTrue keep you hydrated, but it also ensures that you stay healthy. Why drink water that could potentially harm your body when you can have peace of mind knowing that every drop you consume is pure and clean? So this fantastic feature that AquaTrue has is its sleek and compact design. Unlike those bulky and unattractive water filters, AquaTrue fits perfectly in any kitchen, saving you precious countertop space. So who says staying healthy can't be stylish? But hold on, let's address one more thing if we had to dig deep. Some users have noted that AquaTrue requires periodic filter replacements. But honestly, is that really a big deal when you consider the multitude of benefits it provides? I don't think so. So why wait? Take control of your water quality today and experience the wonders of AquaTrue. Not only will you be sipping on refreshing and clean water, 
but you'll also be safeguarding your health and the health of your family with every glorious gulp. Don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. Order your AquaTrue now at workonyourgame.com slash AT for AquaTrue. Workonyourgame.com slash AT and drink confidently. AquaTrue cannot prevent you from becoming the superhero you've always dreamed of being, but it can keep your water superhero level clean. Again, that's workonyourgame.com slash AT. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we're getting into the first of a series here, where I believe this is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven part series, 21 entrepreneurial mistakes, 21 mistakes that entrepreneurs consistently make in your businesses. I'm going to be covering them over the next seven episodes, and today is going to be part one of that. But before we get started, let me remind everybody that I send out a text message every single day, guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point. I call it the daily motivation. You can receive that message by simply dropping into my text community. All you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Once you're in there, you also will have the opportunity to get my Monday motivation text, which I send out every Monday to help you out for your week. And again, that number is down below in the description. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the only place that I do any coaching. You'll like to work with me directly. We have a four part framework based around mindset, strategy, systems and accountability, the needs that entrepreneurs have. And they are in that particular order. You can join the university and get coached directly by me by going to work on your game university dot com. That link is down below in the description. And listen, if you listen to this show, anything you ever heard me talk about, those are things that get covered in Work On Your Game University. Our coaching is really based on who we are working with and what they need is not necessarily everybody has to go through the exact same steps or watch the exact same videos. We don't do coaching like that. I know people who do their coaching that way. And it's not that they're necessarily bad because everybody needs different things at different times. But over here at Work On Your Game University, our coaching is based on who we are working with and what you specifically need because everybody needs different stuff. So just so you understand that if you're thinking about coming over to the university, we're going to help you with what you specifically need. And if you listen to this show often enough, you probably have a pretty good idea on if I could help you with the things that you are working on right now or you just pay attention to what I'm doing. You can see. So, again, that's work on your game dot com. Now, with all that out of the way, getting into this topic, 20 more entrepreneurial mistakes, I was surprised when I started laying this out that I had never done a series like this where I just laid out just mistakes people make as entrepreneurs. I've done other series where I've talked about things relating to entrepreneurship, such as entrepreneur disciplines that any entrepreneur needs to have. That was episodes number 25, 63, 64, and 65. I did a three-part series on that, and I've done many series here on this show. Just recently, episode 27, 70, and 71, Six Scary Things Every Entrepreneur Must Do. Those episodes were, what was that, maybe about three weeks ago, those episodes came out. And I've done many other series on other things like underlying drivers of fear, false money beliefs that are keeping you broke. That's a big one for especially for entrepreneurs who get to name their own prices and have to kill anything that you're going to eat. 
That was episode 2649 through 2656. The Underline Drivers of Fear was 2687 is the first episode of that series. Uh, Keys to Confidence, 2630 was the first episode of that one. Keys to Productivity, that one started with episode number 2595. Money Increasing Myths, that starts with episodes 2569. Businesses You Can Start Right Now starts with episode 2535. And I got so many of these series, I'm not going to list them all because I could do a whole episode just listing the series and it would take me 20 minutes. But here at the Work On Your Game Masterclass, you see that we have over 2,700 episodes in the history of this show. So there's a lot that you can catch up on if you are new around here. And even if you are old around here, you've been listening to the show for a while. I'll bet you probably don't remember most of the episodes that you've heard. I'm sure there's some things I've said that have been they stuck with you. But most of the things that I've said might have gone in one ear and out the other, not because you're not listening, not because you're not paying attention, but simply because. We can't retain every single thing that we hear. Now, you might have heard some things that were useful, but they just weren't relevant to you at that time in that moment. So I would suggest that you kind of catch up on some of the things that have been shared here at, at on the Work On Your Game Masterclass. You can listen to any episode in the history of the show by going to workonyourgamepodcast.com. I should have got workonyourgamemasterclass.com. I guess I could still get that domain name. I doubt anybody's taking it. But for now, the website is workingyourgamepodcast.com. And also, you can go to dreallday.com slash blog, dreallday.com slash blog. And then you can listen to or watch. We do video as well for any episode in the history of the show. Also, you can get the all the articles that we put out. And also, if you just go to dreallday.com slash blog and then put another slash and put the number of any episode that I mentioned that I reference here. And that episode will come up where we have the you'll get the description, you'll get all the links, you can get the audio if you like to listen to audio. Also, the video. We've been doing video since around episode roughly around episode twelve hundred. So anything from episode twelve hundred on, there'll be video as well. Anything before twelve hundred, there will only be audio. But we have every episode ever somewhere that you can listen to or watch. So now with all that out of the way, let's get into these 21 entrepreneurial mistakes. And again, I was surprised I see that I hadn't done that yet. I will let you know that I did map out 13 key entrepreneurial mistakes. I made a free guide that you can get by going to workonmygame.com, where I'm not only talking about them, I also have a video on what each one is, why these challenges come up, and what you can do to fix them. That is all, again, at workonmygame.com. So you just go to that domain name, put in your email address, we'll send you straight to the page where you can see the 13 mistakes, where I explain what each one of them, where they originate why this problem exists, and then what to do about it to fix that problem. And we want you to come into the university so we can help you with not only the fixes, but also the things you need to be doing, not just fixing the stuff that you shouldn't be doing or things that may be being done incorrectly. So again, that's at workonmygame.com. So these mistakes that I'm going to lay out here and over the next six episodes after today in this series, these often apply to entrepreneurs who are relatively new, but they also do apply at times to veteran entrepreneurs who may have never been taught some of these, some basics and fundamentals that are going to get mentioned in this series. Or maybe because you've been in the game so long, you get so seasoned, the grizzled veterans out there, that you forget about some of the fundamentals of the game that for whatever reason, they just get away from you because you haven't been brushing up on your skills. And that happens to us sometimes when we're in a space for a long time, we forget about the basics that got us started. So any entrepreneur, whether you are a side hustling entrepreneur, you're a full time entrepreneur who is just getting started or you're a seasoned entrepreneur who's been in the game for a long time. Something that I bring up in this series will be something that is going to catch your eye or ear and you know that you need to do something to fix it. That's what we're going to bring up 
over the next, again, seven episodes of this series, starting with this as episode number one. Point number one, topic once again is 21 entrepreneurial mistakes. Number one, lack of clarity regarding who your target client is. You simply don't know who you are trying to serve. Question, who are you creating your products and services for? You need to know who your target person is. Who do you want to serve? You need to know who they are demographically, meaning things that you can measure and count. Like they're this age, they're male or female, they live in this type of place, this is the kind of work they do, this is their, this is how much money they're making roughly. Those are the demographics. Those are the things that you could, if you knew enough information, you could just measure and count them. Also, psychographically. Psychographics are about the things you can't measure and count, you can't see, but it's about what's going on in the mind of your consumer. And we got to remember that people make decisions based on what's happening in their mind, the conversation going on in their own mind. So the better you understand that conversation, the better you can target them and talk to them and meet them where they're at, pretty much. So demographics, again, is stuff you can measure. Psychographics are the things you can't measure, but it's all in their heads and also their hearts. And the psychographics matter a ton because the way a person thinks determine their behaviors. You ever notice a person taking some actions that or not taking actions and you find yourself confused as to why is this person behaving this way? Have you ever seen somebody behaving in a way that just perplexed you and you didn't quite understand why? It's because you were unclear on what was going on in their heads. Now, you may have seen what they were doing or seen whatever you think you have seen about their situation before they started doing this activity, this behavior. But there was clearly something you didn't know that was going on in their head, which led to an action that they took that you didn't understand. But I guarantee you, they had their reason for doing it. Even if their reason is completely illogical and they can look back at it and say that was dumb, that does not change the fact that they had a reason when they did whatever it is that they did. People do things for their own reasons. And often when we misread someone's motives, they do something that, again, throws us off. Like We think they would do this because of this, but they're actually doing that because of that, because we just don't know what's going on in that person's head. When it comes to reaching your target audience, you want to be as dialed in as possible when it comes to knowing what's going on in their heads, because when you are speaking their same language, meaning you are talking about the conversation going on in their heads that they have never actually expressed to you, then they'll feel like you really know them, that you're really paying attention to them, that you really get them, and they're going to come closer to you, which often means they will move closer towards doing whatever you ask them to do, taking whatever action you are asking them to take. So this is why you need to understand that while it is still impossible, as of today's science, to read another person's mind, the better you know that person, the better you will understand what's happening in their minds, or at least the closer you'll come to know what's happening in their minds. So the entrepreneurs and the companies who have the strongest relationships with their audience are those who best understand the story that is going on in the minds of their customers and clients. So you want to have this level of understanding. So let me give you a, a simple hint. The easiest way to know what's going on in the minds of another person is to ask them, all right, what are your challenges right now? What are you dealing with right now? What are you What's one problem that you really could solve? What's keeping you from relaxing? What keeps you up at night? What's the one thing that you've been trying to deal with that you haven't been able to deal with? Now, understand you have to gain some like and trust factor with a person before they just give you this information. People are not just going to tell you that just because you asked. You can't just stop a random person on the street and say, hey, what's the biggest problem you got going on in your life right now and expect to get an honest answer from most people? You probably won't because they don't know you, so they have no reason to give you information. So you building up the relationship, and this is all done through your marketing, makes it easier for you to ask that question. It also makes your audience more comfortable to share with you when they feel like one of their pressing needs is something that maybe you can help with. Usually people won't tell you what their most pressing need is unless 
they feel like telling you is going to do something for them. So whether that means you're a therapist, you're a salesperson, you're just a trusted confidant, whatever it is, there has to be a reason why they're going to tell you. Like I may have a pressing issue going on right now. It doesn't mean I'm going to tell you about it because what do I get from telling you? Now, if I don't think I can get anything from telling you, I'm not going to tell you. So this is one of the reasons why your marketing matters so much. People need to know that if they have problem ABC, you're a person they should talk to about it because you can probably do something to help solve that issue. And this is all done through the material you put out, the way you present yourself and whatever vision or idea your audience has about you in their own heads. And you can help shape that idea by the way you behave. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question. Who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes that you have in what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process, and let me let you know, it is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping, and I'm going to give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're going to have what you want to have in your life. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, we are in part one of seven. 21 common entrepreneurial mistakes. Number two, bad math. Now I'm going to give you two forms of bad math. So this point number two is going to be the first form of bad math. What does bad math mean? Bad math means simply you are not dialed in enough when it comes to the numbers of what is going on in your business. And numbers can mean more than one thing. It's not just the money. Money is part of it, definitely, but it's more numbers than just money. And I'll explain. First piece of bad math is something that we call customer acquisition. What does it cost to acquire a customer and how much can you afford to keep a customer? And this is the actual term that's used in the business world is customer acquisition costs. How much money do you need to spend to get one person to become your customer? Now, this number can vary depending on it can vary from product to product. So if your company has 10 products that they sell, your customer acquisition costs for each product can and will be different. And the numbers can go up or down depending on the market, depending on the timing, depending on who you're selling to, depending on how you're acquiring these customers. Are you acquiring them through mail? You're acquiring them through Facebook ads? You're acquiring them through knocking on doors? What methods are you using? So different methods can have different costs. And again, those costs can change from one month to the next. So you need to understand that it costs more to acquire a new customer than it does to retain a current customer. That is a general rule that is always true. It's easier to keep the people you already have than to go find new ones, which means you should always be focusing on retaining the people who are already in your world, given that they're your ideal type of person. So if you already have some ideal clients in your world, you should be focused on doing whatever it takes to retain your ideal clients because they're your ideal clients. You want to keep those people around and because they already know you, it doesn't cost you as much to keep their attention than it would cost you to get the attention of someone who right now does not know that you exist. So. Bad math happens when you either have never thought of this, you just never have considered this, then you're practicing bad math, 
or you have not nailed down exactly what you can or should do in order to retain the people who you do have. So if you already have some customers, you already got some clients, but you haven't thought strategically about, hey, what can I do to make sure these people stay around? Then you may be on the way to losing some of those people, even if you haven't lost them yet. Because if you lose someone and and you have to replace them, again, it's going to cost you more money to do it that way than it would to just keep the same person there. So if you're going to have one client, let's say you got a client who's worth $1,000 to you and they leave, now you got to go and it costs you $300 to acquire a new client. So that $1,000 client leaves and now you got to spend $300 to get a new client. Okay. Then you got a net gain of $700. So it costs you $300 in order for you to make the $1,000. But had you retained the client that you already had and not needed to go get the new person or just not gotten a new person because you already had one, then you would have had a net gain of $1,000 because you didn't have to spend money to keep the same person where they are. But you had to spend money to get a new person to come in. So you lost money. So even though you did get a client and even though you made a profit on that client, overall, you lost money because if you would have kept the person you had, then you wouldn't have had to do that. So, and again, I'm keeping the math very simple there and also simplifying the situation. Maybe you want to get a new client, you're willing to spend the money. Well, then you would have had a thousand from the old client, thousand from the new client, that's 2000 minus the 300, that's a $1,700 net gain. So either way, you want to keep the clients that you have, all right? As long as they're a client who you want, then you don't want to need to replace those people. All right. So you don't want to be replacing clients. You want to be maintaining them or retaining them. This is important in both businesses that have high volumes of transactions and in businesses that are selling high ticket products and services. Because if you have high volumes of transactions, ideally, you want customers who have already bought from you to buy again. Because when you have high volumes, usually you're selling something that's more lower ticket. So think Amazon, think Walmart, think Whole Foods, think your local grocery store. People go to these places over and over and over and over again. You spend thousands of dollars. So any of you who's lived in a place, let's say you lived in a certain neighborhood for five years or more, just imagine how many thousands of dollars do you think you spent at the local grocery store? You spent a lot. Any of you who's an Amazon user, how, many, how much money have you spent on Amazon? You just calculate every transaction you've ever done on the Amazon app. Now, we know all the money doesn't go directly to Amazon. Some of it goes to the sellers, but just every dollar you spent on their app, how much money do you think that is since you've had an Amazon account? For most of us, it's in the thousands, maybe the tens of thousands of dollars you spent there. So they want you to keep buying over and over and over again because it doesn't cost them as much money to keep you buying than it would for you to leave and then they have to go get a new customer to take your place. And it's the same thing when you're selling high ticket things. Say you're selling a twenty, thirty thousand dollar product, a hundred thousand dollar product. You don't want to have to keep replacing those people. You want to keep the people you have, retain them. And if you would like to expand your business, yeah, go get new people, but you don't want to be losing people at the same time that you're gaining people. All right, that's why you got to know your math. And when you know your math, then you can make calculated decisions about how much money you can spend on advertising. How much money can you spend on marketing? How much money can you spend on this next campaign? Does it make sense to invest in this or does it not make sense? Because you can just look at the math. You can have a black and white answer instead of a feelings based, just going off of gut feeling answer. You want to be doing things off of some objective reality measurement. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier or go to sleep later. No, it is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to. But dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. 
The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game university.com. That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. If you just go to work on your game university.com, you can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game university.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, we are on part one of our series of 21 common entrepreneurial mistakes. Number three is the second part of bad math. So there's another version of bad math. This is when your pricing is inadequate, both for you and for your ideal person. And what do I mean when I say inadequate? Inadequate means that your pricing is, first of all, even when you're making sales, you're not bringing in the type of money that you want to bring in because your pricing is just not high enough to satisfy you and your needs and or the needs of your business. And B, your pricing is not high enough to even attract or get the attention of or to be taken seriously by your ideal customer. Understand that many entrepreneurs think that a lower price will automatically just bring in more people and your customers and clients will be happier because the price is lower because they get to keep more money in their own pockets. And this sounds like logically that it makes sense, but it's actually not true. Uh, the paradox of it is when you lower your prices, what happens is you attract a certain customer who is looking for something at a certain price point, and you also repel people who are looking for something at a certain price point. So if I'm a customer and I'm looking to buy some type of high ticket product or service, and I'm looking to spend around $20,000 and your product costs $2,000, I'm not even noticing your $2,000 product because I don't take a $2,000 product seriously. I don't think a $2,000 product can help me. So I'm not even paying attention to it. I'm not even going to look into it. You may be wildly underpriced. You may be. I may be able to get a steal by paying $2,000 for your product, but I won't even know because I'm not paying attention to a $2,000 product. I'm looking to invest $20,000. So when you have that $20,000 product priced at $2,000, what you're going to attract is a bunch of people who are looking for a $2,000 deal, which number one, no matter how many you sell, you may not be satisfied with the people you attract or the money you end up making relative to the work you have to do to service all those people. That means you had to sign up 10 people to make $20,000. So you're happy you got the 20 grand. Now you got to serve 10 people. But what if your price is 20,000? You only have to serve one person and you got $20,000. And that person probably is going to do more of what you tell them to do, implement more of what you give them and be less of a headache than the 10, $2,000 people. Again, this is a, it can seem paradoxical, but this is a truth of how it works in sales. The more money a person invests, that's your client or customer, the less of a headache they are, the more compliant they are in doing what you actually ask them to do. And yeah, actually, let's give it a dose too. <laughs> the fewer of them that you need, but you actually make more money. Fewer people, more money. That's how it works. Any of you who works in a service-based business where you have clients, can anybody tell me that I'm wrong about that? That any of you look at your client base, you look at the people who give you the most money, then look at the people who give you the least money. There are usually fewer people at the top who give you the most money, but if you put if you just group them together, you drew some kind of cutoff line between the top and everybody else. The top is a handful of people. It's not that many compared to your overall client base, but those few people are worth more to you than all the other people on the list put together, even though it's way more people at the bottom half of the list, so the bottom segment of the list than at the top segment. This is how all of life works, everybody. The few people at the top will do more for you than all the masses everywhere beneath that line. Wherever you draw that line, there'll be, you'll get a lot more from those people. The people at the, if you were to take the top 10% of wealth 
holders in the world right now today in America. I'm just making up number 10%, top 10%. Those 10% of people, you added all their wealth together is more than the entire rest of the 90% put together. And it's the same thing for you when it comes to your clients. Your top 10% are probably worth more than the bottom 90% put together or the top 25% are worth more than the bottom 75% put together. So when I say bad math here, Sometimes your pricing is too low to attract the type of people who you actually want. And this really becomes a mindset challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs. This is a mindset thing. This is a stomach thing because some entrepreneurs, some of you listening to me now, you want to make a lot more money in your business. The challenge is you don't have the stomach to ask for more money. And this is why you're not attracting your ideal clients. It's easy to spot this challenge, this mistake that entrepreneurs make, because a lot of entrepreneurs' main challenge, they say, well, I want to make more money, right? I want to make more money in my business. All right. This is often solved by simply raising your prices. You can solve that problem. Any of you have a problem with you want to make more money, just raise your prices. There's money right there. But it's not that simple, right? We all know it's not that simple because many entrepreneurs have very unhealthy mindsets around money that preclude you from being able to raise your prices above a certain level. What happens is Some entrepreneurs don't see themselves ever spending more than a certain amount of money. So they can't move themselves to charge someone else a certain amount of money because they would never spend it. So they don't think anybody else will spend it, at least not with them. And many entrepreneurs make buying decisions for their clients and customers before the client or customer actually has a chance to make a decision on their own. In other words, there are entrepreneurs listening to me right now who say, well, Dre, I can never have a price that's 10 times higher than the one that I have now because I don't think my customers or clients, first of all, maybe you don't think they have the money. Secondly, you don't think they would ever spend the money. And third, you don't think they would ever spend it with you, even if they did have it. And you could be wrong on all three fronts. Here's a principle for all of you. It is not your responsibility, nor are you qualified to make a buying decision for your client or customer. You decide what the value is of what you're offering. You present it to them and let them tell you whether they have it or not, whether they value it or not, or whether or not they're willing to spend it. And if you just have that frame, if you were to get yourself into that frame of mind, then you'll find that maybe some people who you thought never will buy that, or you thought they might not have the money, they would buy it and they do have the money and they will pay you, but you got to ask for it. If you don't ask for it, then you can't never get paid. That's just the way it works. Closed miles don't get fit. So some people, some entrepreneurs think, well, there are people who would spend that much money, but my audience would not spend that much money. Or some of you entrepreneurs, it's again, it's a self-worth issue with you personally. You don't think you're worth that much money. You don't think you could ask for that much money. You think maybe somebody else could like Dre, maybe you could ask for that much, but I can't ask for that much. So you can't have that problem. You can't have that issue. One of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is when they're selling, they believe they need to, again, lower the price because a lower price will entice more prospects. This does not often produce the desired result. And there are many reasons why I've given you a couple already. One is people may not see the value in your offer regardless of the price. Sometimes you just have not built up enough value. So it doesn't matter what your price is, people are not going to buy it. Like you're trying to sell something for $10,000, somebody doesn't buy it. You think, well, maybe the price is too high. Well, that might not be the case. If your price was $10, somebody still might not buy it because they just don't see the value in whatever it is that you're offering. So you haven't built up the value properly. Two, second challenge could be when you lower the price again to make more sales, and you do actually make the sales, you may end up with less money than you wanted to make because your price point is too low and you got to do more work because now you have more people to serve because your price was so low. Third, another challenge that could happen 
Your best customers and clients, again, are those who will invest more money, not those who invest less. I talked about this a few episodes back, that whenever you get on an airplane, you see people sitting in first class. What's the reason that people sit in first class? I mean, people have different reasons, but one of the reasons that people sit in first class is because they can afford to sit in first class and they want to buy the most expensive thing on the menu just because they have the money to do it. It makes them feel good. It makes people feel good when people have resources. It makes them feel good to be able to use the resources. It's like a person has a lot of money. They like to give lavish gifts to their friends and family members, not because their friends and family members need the lavish gift. They like to give the lavish gift because it makes the buyer feel good to give the gift. It just makes them feel because they know they can afford it. They have the resources to do it. And maybe their whole life, they wanted to be in a position where they could give a lavish gift. So when they finally get to the position where they can do it, they want to do it. Don't rob them of the opportunity. Do not rob them of the experience. Let them do it by charging a high price because there are people out there who want to spend that much money. But if you don't offer it, they can't buy it. They are looking for someone with a high price item so they can buy it. But if you don't have it, they can't buy it. So when you lower your price, you are eliminating these people who want to spend more from ever being your customers because they're not looking for the lowest price item. Listen, everybody don't shop at Walmart, everybody. Everybody does not shop at Walmart. I don't shop at Walmart. Don't offer me something that's Walmart price. I'm not even noticing you if you got Walmart prices. I'm not looking for the cheapest thing. I'm looking for something else. And you need to understand that there are people out there who think like this and they will buy and they will buy from you. But you got to have the stomach to put that price up there, to say it out loud and to ask for it. And if you don't have those things, then you can't get the money. So listen to my episodes on money mindset and you can learn more about this. And this money mindset is probably when it comes to entrepreneurs who are on their way up. I would say this is the number one challenge is money mindset. Just your mindset around money. I don't care what you're selling, who you're selling it to, what you did, or if you got a book, you got a course, whatever. Speaking, doesn't matter. Money mindset is the biggest challenge I see with entrepreneurs who are ascending entrepreneurs. Money mindset, number one, number two, number three. Listen to episode 2321 on healthy money mindsets. Episode 2214, how your poor money mindset is keeping you broke. Episode number 2556, money mistakes in selling. Listen to those three episodes. And let's recap this one. First part in our series on 21 entrepreneurial mistakes. Number one, lack of clarity about your target client. You don't actually know who they are. You don't know where to find them and you have no idea what conversation is going on in your head. You need to solve those problems and fix those immediately because when we're clear on who we're talking to, it makes it much easier to do everything else. Number two, bad math. All right. The first point of bad math is you are not sure what it costs to acquire a customer, what you can spend to keep them. And you not doing enough work to retain the people who you already have. All right? Your best customers are the ones who are already your customers, because not only are they, it's much more likely that they'll say yes to the next thing you offer, but they also have friends. Or right? most people have friends. And if you do a good job serving person A, they will bring their friends B, C, D, E, and F. And those are the easiest sales you're going to make. Number three, second part of bad math is inadequate pricing. The kind of pricing that, first of all, does not serve you or your business because you're not bringing in enough revenue. And secondly doesn't serve your customer or client because the prices that you're setting are not attracting the type of person who you actually want to serve. So when you're clear on who your ideal person is, but your prices are not linearly correlated, they're not properly correlated to who that ideal person is, no wonder nobody's noticing your offer because your pricing is not talking their language. And that can get in your way. And if we just fix that, that would fix everything. But here at Work On Your Game University, you go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can see what our entire program is like, what it'd be like to work with me directly. 
what it'd be like to go through our program when it comes to the mindset, when it comes to your game plan and strategy, when it comes to your systems, when it comes to your processes, when it comes to making sure everything and everyone are being held accountable, go to work on your game We will go to work on all of these entrepreneurial mistakes, fix them and get you on the other side of that fence to where things are going the way they're supposed to go. Again, that's at work on your game Tomorrow, we will get into part two of this series. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee? Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it, though. You don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now, and you probably don't even know it, and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning you got to take all these different pills you don't even know what they are you can't remember what's what you don't even know what the ingredients are on these things say goodbye to all of that and try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first order go to drinkag1.com work on your game that's drinkag1.com work on your game check it out and start your journey to a healthier happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad. You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent. It is not hard work. It is not resources. It is not knowledge. It is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort, even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Has any of you have one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is in my new book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work. In that book, you're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it. As a matter of fact, all you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com.